2: You're listening to Press This, a WordPress community podcast on WMR. Each week, we spotlight members of the WordPress community. I'm your host, Doc Pop. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine and my contributions on TorqueMag.io. You can subscribe to Press This on Red Circle, iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. You can also download episodes directly from WMR.fm. Today, we're going to be talking about marketing and CRM and what is CRM and how can small businesses that are using WordPress, how can they benefit from using some new tools that we're going to talk about with our special guest, Adrian Toby, the CEO of Groundhog, Mailhawk and Hollerbox and a self-described WordPress CRM guy. Adrian, how are you doing today?
3: I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on. Hey, thanks for joining us. Let's kick
2: this off by just hearing how you got into WordPress.
3: The year is 2018. And I'm actually, I'm going to University of Toronto, uh, which is sort of like uh, Ontario's biggest university. I think it's actually Canada's biggest university. And I was going for computer science and I was doing the computer science thing. And I was doing that part-time while at the same time working with my parents in their digital marketing agency. So we were doing like a lot of site builds, mostly with WordPress, and we were using a CRM and marketing automation platform called Infusionsoft. It was called Infusionsoft at the time. Today, people better know it as Keep. And then the branding gets really weird when you get to the plans and there's like Keep Max, which is actually the old Infusionsoft. And anyway, so in 2018, I failed my first ever course in my life in university. It was CS the course code was CSC computer science 265 it was like big O notation and logarithmic proofs and stuff that was just I don't know, stuff stuff that I could probably practically never implement. Mm-hmm. And so I failed that course and I was since I was only doing school part-time I did the math and I wasn't going to graduate till like 2024. So like next year so from 2018 to like next year I would have still been in school you know, working on my degree part-time. And I was just like, There's, there ain't no way that I was going to do that. And so after just doing like a bunch of website builds full-time, which I did during the day and building out custom plugins and doing custom code and I wrote a plugin called FormLift, which was a specific form builder for businesses that used Infusionsoft and WordPress, I just ended up fallen into just writing more and more and more code. And then I'm like, well, I don't want to keep going to school. So over the summer, I'm like, I got to do something, right? And I wasn't a huge fan of continuing to trade dollars for hours in the agency model. So I was like, well, what am I going to do? And it, and it wasn't going to be Forblift because the total number of potential users is only the maximum number of u- users that Infusionsoft had at the time and the subset of those users that also use WordPress. So not is very niche, not really big enough to build a super sustainable business, I noticed that there was no real dedicated CRM for WordPress people. I should say that there wasn't. There was a product called Zero BS CRM, which is actually still around, got renamed to Jetpack CRM. Mm -hmm. Um, But there was no CRM that had like a full-fledged CRM plus the marketing automation component, which is kind of what people think of now when they think of CRM. It's sort of mm-hmm. part and parcel where it's like you want to be able to like segment your list and then send them an email or add them to an automation or do a funnel or or something. The marketing component is like synonymous now. And that didn't exist within the WordPress ecosystem. And so I made it. Can
2: you just quickly guess how many plugins you think you've made for WordPress?
3: Oh, uh, well, there's FormLift and Groundhog mm-hmm. and MailHawk. And I didn't I didn't actually make Hollerbox. Scott Bollinger oh. made Hollerbox and then I bought Ooh, it from Scott. him. And then and then I but I I rebuilt it from the ground up after buying it. Mm -hmm. But it was pretty much a ground up rebuild. So I guess I could say I built it. But he was the original creator. I also did WP Simple Chat, which is just like a Facebook chat plugin thing, which is just Mm -hmm. I don't monetize that. I just needed a chat thing and I whipped that (laughs) up in like an afternoon and called it a day. Mm -hmm. Uh there, there have been there's been other stuff, just like snippets here and there that sometimes got balled in the plugins. But as far as like the ones that people, I think, use, that pretty much covers it. So let's
2: imagine that I'm a small business owner selling high-end boutique beer coasters. Very niche. Yeah, very looking to go full-time. I got my WordPress site. Maybe I'm running WooCommerce. Maybe Maybe I'm not. And I'm looking to expand my business. I don't know what to do. And I'm ready to kind of dive in. How could a tool like, I mean, we're, we're talking about customer relationship managers, CRMs. How could a tool like Groundhog help someone like me out?
3: All right. Well, for anyone who's selling beer coasters, you are about to get boutique. some very valuable advice for absolutely free. <laughs> this isn't you, is it? You're not selling boutique beer coasters, are you?
2: No, 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 no. no they're not. They're not selling at all. Okay. That's the problem.
3: Oh, okay. Well then... <laughs> no,
2: no, I don't I don't have a business selling boutique beer coasters. That's a totally made up thing.
3: Totally right. made up. Well, for anyone selling boutique beer coasters or anything else for that matter, there's a number of ways where, before I jump into it, I want to add some caveats, like using CRM and, and marketing automation as a growth and sales tool. So number one is CRM and marketing automation become useful when there's already sort of people coming through, like the funnel is being filled at the top. CRM and marketing automation is bottom of funnel or mid funnel stuff. Like you have to have traffic for anything that you build in CRM to actually work or you have to have a list or you have to have something. Otherwise, if you imagine like all your sales is like a fire, you know, without people and if CRM is gasoline, you're just dumping it all over the ground and it's not lit. Like it's just total waste. But once you have like people like once you have traffic coming to the site and once you start getting subscribers and once you start getting people like going to the checkout page and even buying and there's a little bit of life there, that's when that's when you need to start investing in in tools like these. So that's the caveat. If you're starting from scratch, there's other stuff that you need to do first. Like you need to go build your initial audience. And that's a lot of groundwork and just relationship building and Content that you have to do, and, and that's a slog. And I've actually spoken on on other podcasts about how I did that many years ago. So where you where you start is there's some low hanging fruit stuff. People probably hate that phrase, but it's true. Like card abandonment is probably the number one thing that I'd recommend for any e commerce company that's doing boutique stuff. Basically, the way that it works is someone goes to the checkout page and they get halfway through. Maybe they give you an email address and put in their shipping information and phone number and then they're all of a sudden going to click that checkout button and then their mom calls or their card declines or, you know, the wife says, let's go out to dinner and whatever, like something happens and they don't check out. Well, our in Shopify, if anybody's used Shopify, they actually have this like built in as a feature. WooCommerce does not. Basically, you take that person's email address that they submitted and there's like a listener on the page that captures that, sticks it in the CRM, puts them in a funnel. And then an hour later, if they still haven't checked out, shoots them an email. but say, hey, you didn't check out. Here's all the stuff that's in your cart. Click this link. Go back to the web page. It automatically restores their cart and basically brings them where they left off in the checkout system and all their information's pre-filled and all they have to do is click that checkout button, mm-hmm. right? Like that's some low-hanging fruit right there. I don't know, some people are against this. I'm not, I'm like bake it into the margins, but discounting, let's talk about discounting for a second and how discounting can be combined with lead generation. So well, there's yeah, a couple-
2: And also with like, with uh, cart abandonment as well. I mean, going back to the previous topic, that email could also have, "Hey, you haven't checked out. Maybe this ten percent discount will help get you in." Right?
3: Absolutely. That's mm-hmm. and and if you are one of those people that likes to do the auto generated thing, then mm-hmm. you can do that. I I don't do auto generated because actually, like, I use my discounts for reporting, and you can't do reporting on generated discount codes. But I'll like make a discount code that looks generated, and stick mm-hmm. that in there. But then be able to track how many people actually use that discount code. But that's just me. Some people like to do but, auto-generated discount codes, which you can absolutely do. Let's take a quick
2: break here, and we're gonna come back in and dive into discount codes, because I think that's that's a, a whole next section on it. So stay tuned, we're gonna take a quick break, and we come back, we're gonna pick up this conversation with Adrian Toby, the CEO of Groundhog, about CRMs and some tips for small boutique beer coaster business owners who uh, wanna launch their
3: business. We'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment.
2: Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast. I'm your host, Doc Pop. Today, I'm talking to Adrian Toby, the CEO of Groundhog. Adrian, right before the break, you were talking about discount codes, and I want to give you a chance to just pick up right where you were as far as like helping a small business owner with the CRM tools and how maybe using the discount code could help them out.
3: I think where I left off was I was just talking about doing generated versus non-generated discount codes. And it's, you know, It's up to you, whatever you want to do, as long as you get the money, right? That's the most important thing, as long as they check out. Mm -hmm. Where I like to use discount codes, I like to use discount codes in a couple places as as lead generation tools on the website before they even get to the checkout page. The first and my favorite place to do that is in the footer of our website on every single page. I have uh, an email collection form right at the bottom of the page. And above that form, it says subscribe and discount give me your email address and I'll send you a code for 15% off the first year, no questions asked. And I do that on every page of all of my products. And I recommend that everybody does this. And, you know, you can go between, like, if you want to go higher or lower, the potentials that totally up to you. I like 15%, I think that's a good number. And that pretty much turns 1% of site traffic into an email address and then converts set 30%, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And what we do is basically that 15% off discount code is baked into our margin. Like the the products are priced in a way where that is not necessarily detrimental to the growth of the business, which again, I recommend that everybody just increase their prices 15% and then give out discounts for 15% because people think like they're getting a deal and like, that's okay. I'm all for that. But the nice thing is that there's different kinds of buyers, right? There's two kinds of buyers. There's, There's people who just don't care. They're going to go to the pricing page. They're going to buy what they want. They know what they want. They're just going to go through that. And then there's like the deal hunters and there has to be something for them or else they're just going to go somewhere else where they can get a deal. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, if you don't want to sell to deal hunters, that's your call. I don't like to leave money on the table. So I want to, I want to, I want to be able to provide something for them. So we have that on the form or I'm sorry, we have that form that collects your email address and sends them a code in the footer of every single page and What we do is we send them the discount code in an email right away. Like, here's your discount code, link to checkout or link to pricing page or whatever. And then if they don't use it three days later, we say, hey, you gave us your email address and we gave you a code and you haven't used it yet. What gives? Right. Link to checkout, link to pricing page. And then we wait another three days. And if they still don't do anything with that, we we send them an ABC email, which is like reply A, B or C. They don't have to write anything, but A, B or C. Hey, I got abducted by aliens. Don't message me. B, I'm just waiting till cash flow picks up, or C, don't bother me anymore. You'd be surprised how many people actually respond to that ABC email, and that gives you also opportunity to open up a conversation and do some actual like sales work instead of having it all automated. You don't have to do that, but I like to do that because I like to have my boots on the ground and know what people are thinking and, and what struggles people are having so we can, you know, pivot accordingly. And then the second place we do that, which with essentially like the same email sequence is on the checkup page itself. We have a little exit intent, 30 second triggered pop-up thing that shows up that says, hey, you know, you've been on the checkup page for a while. If you're considering leaving, don't. Here's 15% off if you give us an email address. And then we have like a double email collection there where we have the abandoned Mm -hmm. cart stuff plus the sort of... little commitment that they did to get that discount code. And then they plug that in and then they're off to the races and they're happy.
2: So everything you're mentioning, it all sounds like really good advice for like a small business owner who's like kind of trying to learn the tricks of the trade. And we were kind of talking about this being on a WordPress site and everything you're mentioning obviously is not in WordPress natively. But the advantage of WordPress is that you can always use plugins. And are all the the, the features that you've kind of talked about so far, you're talking about email integration, is that all in Groundhog or is this a different combination of things that you're using here?
3: So gr- the Groundhog product suite, which includes Groundhog and and all of the integrations and add-ons that we mm-hmm. offer with it, are completely self-hosted on WordPress. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's not is the actual email delivery, which you could, I suppose, do through your own server, although hosts generally don't like that. So we have integrations like SendGrid or Postmark, MailHawk, AWS, SES, and you basically sign up for a plan with one of those people, and then that facilitates the actual delivery of any emails, but everything else is entirely self-hosted on WordPress. So you own all the data, and you can scale it as much as you want to scale it and... When you get to like 10,000 contacts, no one's going to knock on your door and be like, give us more money.
2: Mm-hmm. I think MailChimp is 1,000 contacts now. The MailHawk integration that you're talking about, um, or the plugin that you're talking about, that that allows you to format the emails and then you use something else to send them, as you said. Uh, is that also like, um, I, I I saw a demonstration of that kind of being used and you're kind of like laying it out, kind of using the WordPress uh, tools, uh, kind of a dashboard, kind of like setting up a post or, or a, a, a page, is that also used for managing uh, email lists?
3: So when we talk about CRM and marketing automation, that mm-hmm. means different things to different people. So Groundhog is a complete CRM and marketing automation suite. That means your lists, your contacts, all their activity, tracking links, email templates, uh funnels automations logs everything it's the, the the you know if you it's like a having complete hubspot or mailchimp or active campaign in your wordpress dashboard it's all there you don't have to go outside for anything except email delivery
2: and of course, you can probably export your list if you did want to change to something else later. You could still have access to your list because you own your list.
3: You own it, right? It's that's that's the the beautiful nature of it. So, like the the SaaS people, like the SaaS CRMs, like your MailChimps and your ActiveCampaigns and your HubSpots, the way that they create value for shareholders is lock in by making it incredibly difficult and painful and expensive for you to hop between any other, between them and any other SaaS CRM out there, like you can't export anything. And then you don't own anything. If you just stop paying your MailChimp bill, you can't log into MailChimp and get all the stuff that you did, right? You have to pay that next bill, which, you know, some like COVID hit a lot of businesses hard, you know, scary. So with Groundhog, you can always have like that little peace of mind because everything that's on your WordPress website, that's data, that you own all the tables are like there. Open up PHP MyAdmin and go have a look. <laughs> it's not going anywhere.
2: You had mentioned, uh, you know, we already kind of talked about discount codes to death, but you are mentioning everything that's kind of on your site. Someone's landed on your site, and you did mention that you built your your newsletter a little bit before you even get started with CRM. Worrying about CRM. But we haven't talked yet about social media or even having like a YouTube channel maybe where you drop a code and bring people into your site and then use that code, as you said, to kind of track where they come from. Do you want to talk about how how you might tie in social media with the, with your CRM tool? I'm
3: personally not a great social person. I have somebody doing social who's much better than me at the moment. Oh. Um, the way that I leverage well, the way that we leverage, because again, I'm not really doing it, but the way that we leverage uh, social media is... Social media is tough. Like a lot of people treat it as just another broadcast channel. And we think of broadcasts as like just queuing up, like an email blast in MailChimp and sending it to all your subscribers, right? That's the way that most people treat maybe like Twitter or their Facebook page or LinkedIn. That's definitely LinkedIn. And people have mixed results When they do that, the way that we leverage social media is by leaving breadcrumbs. And when I talk about leaving breadcrumbs, basically spend some time every day and you queue up or do some searches in your Facebook groups or on Twitter in hashtags. Basically, you want to just go where your ideal customer is and sift through all the conversations that your ideal customers are having and participate in a way that allows you to leave breadcrumbs, which lead back to useful and valuable content that you've created. Could be a YouTube video, could be a blog post. And from there, people will trickle into your top of funnel. But I don't really treat social media as just like a broadcast system because it's not very effective most of the time. Well,
2: on on that note, I think we are going to take our final break. And when we come back, I think I'd like to talk about just since we talked about Groundhog earlier. I know you had a big release, and we'll just kind of pick up on some of the new features that you have and some of the the things you have in the works as well. So stay tuned for more with our conversation with Adrian Toby after the short break.
3: Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more. Press this in just a moment.
0: This is the story of the Wad. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
2: Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress Quiddity podcast. I'm your host, Doc Pop. Today, I'm talking to Adrian Toby, the CEO of Groundhog, about WordPress and CRM. And I think we've done a pretty good job so far of uh, creating a, a fictional business and, and turning that boutique beer coaster business into a thriving billion-dollar beer coaster business, I just like my alliteration there. So now with all that, I think we could just talk a little bit about, like I, like I said right before the break, G- Groundhog just posted, a, you, you posted a, a walkthrough of some of your new features. Why don't you tell us what's new in the product right now?
3: So our latest release was mostly to revitalize our email editor, which all truthfulness had been lagging behind some of our competitors and the market in general. A few years ago, we actually attempted to do like a a Gutenberg-based email editor. And while that was sort of the hype and we went down that rabbit hole, and I spent a lot of money going down that rabbit hole, and it never really panned out. And scrapped the whole thing and took a loss. It's very painful. But starting last year, uh, we went out it again with vigor and with a different vision in mind. Uh, rather than going the Gutenberg, where we, we just we just developed from scratch and we did everything from the ground up, it is a very pleasant experience now to design emails. You can design emails that rival the the appearances and the aesthetics of stuff like MailChimp and BeFree or Stripo. You're getting, you're basically getting now a comparable experience. It's blazing fast, much faster than Gutenberg. I think our customers like it. I hope they like it. It's been it's been out since only Monday. Like we we went live on like today's Thursday, right? It only went yep. live like three days ago. And nothing's crashed and burned yet. So that's good. <laughs> I'm pretty happy about that. You know, you got your, you know, you got your image blocks and your button blocks and your text blocks and drag in your custom code blocks, your query loop blocks. I mean, it's got everything you basically need to be able to send out a well-formatted newsletter or like a sales pitch, or, you know, you just want to send like a plain text email to people. Uh, It's pretty comprehensive as far as being able to design good looking content in the inbox. Well, that's cool. Congratulations on launch
2: and not having any servers catch fire or anything since it's gone live. Do you have something else you're working on that you can quickly tell us about, like an upcoming project?
3: Well, the next upcoming projects are definitely like additional blocks for the email editor and hooking in Mm -hmm. with WooCommerce and easy little downloads to get like, you know, listing products in there dynamically. And then after that, Revisiting some of our add-ons, like payments and calendars, and we just want to update all the experience to be as as wonderful as using our, our new email editor at the moment. It's a big product. Like we have, there's there's lots, we got lots going for us as far as like features. Mm-hmm. And we do like a round robin where we focus on one feature, we get that up and then we have to go around and up, bring all the other features up to the the, the new bar that we set for ourselves. So there's going to be a lot of that in the near future. Awesome.
2: Well, with that, how can people find out more about Groundhog and what you're working on?
3: Yeah. I mean, you can go to the website, groundhogwith2gs.io. We're on the WordPress repo, and we got lots of YouTube videos there that shows some of our new stuff and suggestions and marketing strategies. If you want to find me personally, DMs open, Adrienne Toby on Twitter slash X. Hit me up. Awesome. That's great.
2: Well, thank you so much, Adrian, for your time. And we have more episodes coming out. This is a weekly podcast. Next week, we'll be talking with Anil Gupta about the multi-collab plugin for WordPress, which is going to be a very exciting conversation. Thanks for listening to Press This, a WordPress community podcast on WMR. You can follow my adventures on Twitter, slash X, at TheTorqueMag. That's Mag, Or you can go to TorqueMag.io, For more episodes of Press This, as well as transcribed versions of each conversation, you can also subscribe on Red Circle, iTunes, Spotify, or download directly from WMR.fm. I'm your host, Dr. Popular. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love spotlighting members of that community each and every week on Press This.